0: Tonight, we are back for our Monday night. This is the kickoff of the week. You guys realize, though, that we are at the latter end of January. January has dissipated into the annals of time, ladies and gentlemen. And I needed to get my guest on because I wanted to inject some hope. Some folks in in 23 days have said, just forget it. I'm going back to my 2022 ways. I can't do it. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that you can. My guest, Celia Kibler from Maryland, is a parenting expert. Now, when you hear that, you automatically think, oh, my goodness, we can't talk to her about blah, blah, blah. But she is a skilled parenting expert. Over 40 years of parenting, a blended family, uh, kids that she birthed and kids that she gained through marriage. And one of the things about Celia is, is that she doesn't just talk the talk, but she walks the walk. And the elements and the, t- and the stuff that we're going to talk about tonight is going to help you, like, say, hey, look, I can listen to what she said. I can glean that even one thing that she said, and I can begin applying it now. This is why we bring such qualified people on this show. Celia Kibler is sought after all around the country and around the world. She's a global icon, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason why I'm blessed to have her is because she's even helped me in my old age stop yelling at my kids. So I want you to grab a pencil and paper, And if you have questions, you could put them in the live chat. We would love to take your questions. And if you're watching the replay, you put them in there and Celia and I will be sure to get those questions answered. But you got you got to be serious about this thing. This is one thing that I that I really realized about myself, Celia, is that I've got to have a made up mind. You know, oftentimes you set out to do something, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna tip my, dip my toe in the little baby pool in with my arm floaties, and it's like, man, if you really want to make this change, then you gotta have a made up mind. So that's why I brought her here tonight, y'all. She's gonna help us. Welcome to the Impact in Life 24 7 Virtual Studios, my friend, Celia Kibler. Welcome, Celia.
1: Hey, CL, I'm so excited to be here. I love doing any kind of broadcast with you. You are like beyond energetic and <laughs> and just beyond the the general human that walks this planet. I yeah. mean, you are a superstar, a rock star, and I am super grateful to call you my friend. We are and we One are, of my favorite humans we are, on the planet. We
0: are such good friends, Celia and I. She has her really? own show that she does every week. And uh, I, I say, and I tell my staff, when Celia comes on, C.L. King's got to be on his best behavior. You know what I mean? I can't be losing my cool with the pumped up parenting guru on. And thank you guys for tuning in. Just stick with us for 30 minutes. It's going to be a fast show. Uh, we're going to get right to it. And uh, Celia, because I know that you have, she's such in demand. She squeezed us in just for a few minutes. And then she's got to go on to some other clients. I'm telling you, she is in high demand. And so you're going to want to listen closely. If you have an issue with your kids. And we all have been there, right? You've been there, Celia. If you have an issue where you just, you find yourself yelling, screaming, ranting and raving all the time, or even at times where you just have so much regret, we're going to dive into that before we do Celia, tell us how people can reach you.
1: Okay. Well guys reach out to me. You can find me on all social networks. You can just Google Celia Kibler. And I think I have like the first six or seven pages on Google um, you can go to PumpedUpParenting.com. Pumped with a D-E-D, Upparenting.com. And you can get my books. You can contact me for further information, coaching. I offer a free hour. Let's just talk about what's going on with you and see what you can do to move forward and make your family better. That's what I'm all about. And I'm here for you guys, and I'm so grateful to be on here and hope you all find a golden nugget to start doing today.
0: Yes, you know, VP Greg, you know, Greg, he helps us from a thousand yards away. He's controlling the chat. And Greg calls me Joe Jackson.
1: I am a reformed
0: (laughs) Joe Jackson, Greg. And he says, VP on deck, I can use this show tonight. You know, we can all, this is why I bring Celia back on a regular rotation now, because (laughs) you can't just hear it once, y'all. And so she she is the author of three amazing books that I have in my hand, Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and stop yelling at your kids. Now, I'm going to do something that, I, that I'm just going to buy another one, Celia. I just want to let you know. But if, if, uh, if this resonates with you tonight, I'm going to give, I'm going to send this book to you. If, you. if you would like more tips from Celia, I'm going to send it to you for free right from the headquarters of Impacting Life 24-7. And I'll just buy another one for myself. It's signed. It's autographed. She's an amazing human being. If you like like a copy of it, I'm going to give you the first copy that you could get right here tonight free. Just message me. And she's also the author of All About Me, a, a great children's book. She also is the author of I Am Grateful. I love teaching that. Kids need to learn how to be grateful, yes. And then Being Different is Fun, and I got, all, I got all four books right here in the high definition <laughs> studios, and I'm, I'm willing to give one away to a parent that says, hey, man, this resonates with me. So Celia, let's start. Okay, let's get rolling. What, you're, you're on a mission to uh, stop, uh, help a million parents from yelling at their kids. Give us the 120 seconds of why you created this and why you went there, because I know something like this was going on in your home as a kid. Tell us.
1: Absolutely. I, you know, I, I grew up with two wonderful parents and love them dearly. They're, they're no longer physically with us. Um, but my dad was a yeller and he was physically and mentally abused as a child CL. So unfortunately, you know, a lot about that, Right, but was a very intelligent man, a great man and did a lot for human, uh, for humans, you know, uh, you know, like He was one of the original ones to put seatbelts into cars. There's so many things he did for the human race. And yet he felt like the most mediocre human. He died at 92 and up to the day he died, he regretted yelling, yelling at my mom, calling names, yelling at us. And he just felt like he was very mediocre. All of his major accomplishments for the world and for humanity and he felt mediocre and that's what happens when you're consistently yelling and using aggressive parenting to your children you're destroying their belief in themselves and they grow up to hate themselves
0: wow very very powerful uh you can get uh all of this information and connect with Celia at pumpedupparenting.com get her books and uh get coaching and get help and get a friend. She's my friend. We talk all the time. I love this woman. Well, now tell tell me this, Celia, why is it that in, you know, in our, in our Western culture, that yelling
1: is a form of parenting? Why do you feel that is? Well, you know, it's, it's part of the whole generational cycles of dysfunction and abuse that happen every generation. And yeah. There are all kinds of things that's a generational cycle yelling because parents don't know a better way tends to be what happens when you get frustrated, overwhelmed, and you just don't know what to do. And you're flying by the seat of your pants and you're so sick of your kids not listening that you yell. Mm -hmm. And it's a natural response if you don't have a parenting system in place in your home. And you know, I believe you mentioned earlier, it's all about what you don't know, mm-hmm. what you don't know, what you need to know, but you don't know it, so it's not there at your disposal. Instead, oh. you just react, and it happens to all of us. We leave, we lead busy lives. We're hectic. We we're, have to be at work. We have to be home. We have to cook meals. We have to take our kids to school, after school activities. It is like a rat race and stress and chaos causes everyone to lose patience and results is yelling and screaming.
0: So then uh, again, my guest Celia Kibler from DC, uh, Maryland, not DC, but Maryland. And she is the parenting expert who I bring, who we bring on the show. We've got her on contract to bring her here every quarter. Uh, She just cannot refuse. And of course I'm one of her uh, day of calm ambassadors, which is coming up in April. We'll talk about that toward the end of the show, but, Someone said to me, uh, you know, king, I uh, here's 2023. I made some commitments and here I am on day 23 of 2023 and I'm back to my old habits. What can you tell that parent tonight to give them a hope of a of a possible pivot? You know, they're like I'm already yelling again. My kids aren't listening. It's just the house is upside down. Help me, Celia.
1: And and here's one of the things you can start doing with your kids. Number 1, I, I, everything you try, stick with it. Don't give up. Don't quit. So many parents say to me, I've tried everything. Nothing works in my house. And I'm always like, what have you tried that you've stuck with? What have you given more of a chance than two days to work? And so you have to stay consistent. And I would start by sitting your family down and say, you know what, guys, we're in this as a team we're all in this together. We are family. We are love. I want to start building the strength that we have between each other. And I personally want to stop yelling. Will you help me? Ah, Get your kids on board. And I guarantee you, every kid's on board because I know none of them want to be yelled at.
0: You know that's interesting because we talked about that about that in the pre-show. Listen, me and Celia, our typical pre-show is about thirty minutes. Me and Celia's pre-show is like five seconds because we we know each other so well. I, I don't even have to prepare the questions. I'm just like Celia, <laughs> whatever's on my mind, can you answer it, please? And she's like, of course I can. But that's what I asked. That's what I talked about in the pre-show should this be like, okay, moms and dads, you're out there trying, you want to listen, right? You want to, you want to change. You, you understand that this breaks down the, 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 the mental character and the mental fibers of your child and you, and you don't want to yell. Cause guess what? How do we feel usually Celia after we've yelled at our kids?
1: We feel terrible. We feel like bad parents. I have, I have talked to thousands, tens of thousands of parents about why they yell Uh and how they feel about it after. And I have never, literally never heard a parent say they feel good. Every single parent says, I feel guilty. I feel like a bad mom. I feel like I've let my kids down and I've let me down. Right. And that's, that's the thing you, you've got to decide enough is enough.
0: Right. And so Celia Kibler, you can find her at PumpedUpParenting.com. I've got all three of her books. I set four of her books right here in four. my hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm willing to give away the the golden, the golden,
1: the the cat's meow, the zenith. I read book. that like a manual. Yes, this is a <laughs> so manual. now you have a manual for your kids.
0: Raising happy toddlers. And I'm gonna give this one away tonight to anyone that would message me. The first person that messages me and says, hey, listen, this resonates. i I need help and I want to connect. That's my gift because I understand this one thing, man. It is not just about heaping stuff upon ourselves. This is why we do this, because we can give to others.
1: So now Celia, when we talked and about And I'll match that, CL. First person that messages me, I'll give them a free ball. Oh book see,
0: to. this is what I'm talking about. Greg, you heard <laughs> that, right? This is this is this is the spirit of this show. Now, one thing that we talked about was it being a cooperative. Now, some some parents will say, I'm the head of this house. I've said it a million times when I was a Marine. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's my house. I'll make the rules here and you ain't going to negotiate with no child. But man, help us understand how to approach this cooperative where you would say, hey, listen, guys, I'm I, I know I'm out of control. Y'all drive me a little out of control, but I want us to make some changes. How, how does that look?
1: So basically, first, you want to understand that the human brain doesn't finish developing till you're 25. And mm-hmm. I put that out there because so often parents expect their children to respond to them like an adult. And it's just not difficult for them. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. They cannot respond to you like an adult. They don't have emotional re- regulation depending on their age. They don't have logic. They don't have reasoning. It's not in their brain. It's not that they're just not using it. They don't have access to any of that. They haven't learned it. So you have to realize that and realize that when you get your kids involved in solving solutions, you are teaching them so many valuable things. Instead of just ordering them around, you're actually getting them to start think about how do I resolve conflict? How do I I solve a problem? Things they're going to need in life. Giving them the opportunity to take responsibility for choices and decisions they made. Mm -hmm. You teach them responsibility. Children don't grow up as responsible human beings unless they're offered responsibility. And that's one of the things it does. And when you allow your kids to actually hold you accountable... And you're like, you know what, if you see me talking a certain way or you see me getting mad, you could have a secret signal with your child or you can allow your child the permission to say, hey, mom, hey, dad, let's calm down. Let's all take a break and talk about it soon. Kids are really wise, really, really smart, even though they have underdeveloped brains. They think of things that are right there in front of them because they don't have the luxury of overthinking. Mm,
0: yeah, man, that that's that's called, that's called buy in, too. And uh, my daughter just peeped in the back door of the show. And I want her to be to listen to this closely, too, because she's a new mom. As you know, I've got my new grandbaby there, uh, Sadie. And uh, we, we call her Sadie Bug and 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 the truth of the matter is is that I don't want Mariah to take into to her parenting skills some of the stuff that I did. I'm like, "Hey, erase, forget that. I I don't 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 do that because it is it is like, okay, some parents will say this. You ready, Celia? She's a parenting expert, ladies and gentlemen, you can't stump her. They only <laughs> yeah, yeah. they only respond when I yell. I've tried the Mr. Rogers approach. And they only seem to respond when I yell. So then how do we shift from that? And it's not an
1: overnight thing maybe, right, Celia? Right. It's definitely not an overnight thing, but let's break that down for a minute. Okay. Let's really look at that. Okay. So you go into your child's room and you say, honey, turn off, the, stop playing video games and come to dinner. You ask very nicely and you say, please. And you walk out and there's no child. You come back five minutes later and you ask the same thing very nicely. No child. You come back and you're getting a little heated. No child. And now you come in and you're like, turn that game out. Off. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. Get down to dinner. <laughs> and you start screaming and yelling. Right. Here's the thing. You have trained your child. Are we listening?
0: Go ahead. You we're, trained
1: we're your child to wait until you yell. Now look at the position of the child. Child's playing video games, having a wonderful time. Mom comes in nicely, says something. Child knows mom's not serious. Nothing's going to happen if I don't do anything. Continue to play for five more minutes. Mom comes in. Mom's not serious. I got five more minutes. She's not coming back for five more minutes. Before you know it, he's got 20 minutes extra of gameplay before you act serious. The problem is not the yelling. The problem is you're asking your child over and over and over and again for the same request. Mm -hmm. You ask them once. If they don't listen, you come back and then there's a consequence. Mm. And maybe that consequence is, guess what, guys? I've got your console now. You'll get it back in 24 hours. Go eat dinner, please.
0: no yelling
1: consoles done. Gaming is done. And it's gone for 24 hours. You do that a couple nights in a row, the third or fourth night you come up and say, turn off that thing. Guess who's turning it off your child, (laughs) because they know if they don't, they lose that gaming. Yeah.
0: See, and, and that's the thing is that I think sometimes, uh, you know, you said the child, the child knows. So it's almost like, Uh, uh, you know, this little tug of war, this little, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm just, I'm a, I know when mom's really at the edge or I know when dad's really at the edge. Right. I even see this with my golden retriever. I got to practice this (laughs) stuff with Samson, my Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Oh my God. But, but the truth of the matter is, is that we have to define and follow through with the
1: expectations. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now you have to follow through with a, result a consequence if they don't follow what you need right
0: yeah and and i i, I love that so now when you were you okay the, the next question will probably be well okay uh dr celia we hear you but we have difficult children that we have children with special needs or we have children with you know attention deficit etc um So how would you help a parent that has a special needs child introduce a plan? And so that way they can go from being a yeller to a teller and an uplifter. How how would you help them there?
1: So, So you all know, I've worked with special needs populations for about 40 years as well. And I have probably worked with about every kind of child out there. And although parents think their children are very unique, their children aren't unique. And what all children want, whether they're, they have special challenges or they don't, and all children actually do have some kind of challenge, like all humans, they want to be respected. They want to feel respected. They want to feel like they're heard. They want to feel like their thoughts and opinions are valued, like any human being. Your children are humans. They want that. When we boss them around, when we demand certain things, you know, it's funny. I was just with a client um, and they were like, you know, I get so irritated when I say do this and they don't do it. And I said, so let me ask you, when your child comes and you're in the middle of a phone call or in the middle of writing something or cooking and they say, mommy, 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 I need you. And you say, you have to wait. I'm in the middle of something. That is the same thing as you walking up to your child, even if they're playing Legos and saying, stop what you're doing. I need you to do this. It is the same thing. And you're teaching them to come up to you and say, stop what you're doing. I need you. Mm -hmm. Better, you should give a choice. Okay, Here's your golden nugget, guys. Get your pens ready. Write this down because yeah. if you can master this, your transitions will be so easy. Mm-hmm. This is one of these things that my my parents on their tra- on the twink- tranquility tribe say it was like magic. You told me to do this, I did it, and they listen. Mm-hmm. So it's not magic, guys. It's respect. Mm-hmm. So when you need your child, say, "Let's go back to the video game thing." Mm-hmm. You walk into the room, instead of saying, get off your video games, come to dinner. Now you're going to say, honey, it's almost dinner time. Come up there maybe 10 minutes before dinner is ready. Say, honey, it's almost dinner time. Would you like three or five more minutes to play? What is that doing? That is showing that you have respect that they're in the middle of something. Mm. And it may not be something they stop right away. The second thing it's doing is even though the time choices are technically yours, the parent, you're giving them the empowerment to make their own choice of when they want to stop. Oh. Most likely they're gonna say five minutes. Then you want a verbal agreement. I'm giving you like the step to step. This is what I give my paying clients. Mm-hmm. Then they want a verbal agreement. So you and you need a verbal agreement. So then you say, okay, honey, I'm gonna set the alarm for five minutes. What will you do? I'm going to stop playing and come to dinner. Perfect. Set the alarm for five minutes. Let them hear the alarm. Now we're teaching responsibility because now they need to learn responsibility for their choice. They said they would stop in five minutes, stop playing, come eat dinner. They're responsible. That's why they need to hear the the alarm so they take responsibility. You had dinner ready in 10 minutes. Those children are down and ready for dinner in five because they agreed to do it.
0: That is powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Again, our guest on Impacting Life 24-7, you know her, I know her, we all love her. Uh, The author of Raising Happy Toddlers, the book that I'm willing to give away with you messaging me and Celia is gonna give one away if you message her. Um, Celia Kibler, and that's uh, my friend and you can spell her name, If I spell it right, let me get it right. It's right here on the book. C e l i a k i b l e r. Let me tell you something. Someone says, "Well, I thought she was your friend. You should know how to spell her name." I misspell. (laughs) I misspell my own name, so don't give me no static. But we do have
1: the same initials, so we can always remember our initials. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. And so, and and listen, we've got moms and dads listening. And and Celia, one of the things that we have to we have to do as Contributors to this process is give them hope, right? Uh, a, a mom or a dad out there is feeling like, man, I, my my situation is just hopeless. Are there are there some quick wins that a parent could get, like they could see it in the sunrise? Just small, quick wins that they could do. Could you give us an
1: idea of one or two? Yep. So there is hope, guys. There's always hope, and and it's never too late. People always say, well, you know, my child's 12, 13, 17. It's too late. It's never too late. It's only too late if you're dead. You're so right. if you're not dead and you're alive, it's not too late. Right. There is hope. Number one, you whatever new thing you try, you have to stay consistent with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Try that choice for transition. So that is for negotiable ta- things, not non-negotiable. Negotiable things when you're transitioning from one activity to another, that time choice is golden. Mm -hmm. Another thing you want to start doing right away is you want to start noticing the good your child does. So often we're so busy noticing what goes wrong, and that's what we feed attention to. Let me give you a a normal scenario. Go ahead. (laughs) You're working. At home, where I work at home, you work at home, we all do something at home, even if we're doing laundry, we're working. And your kids are playing nice together and you're getting things done. You're like, you got a phone call, I got off the phone. All of a sudden, they start fighting. What happens? You stop what you're doing, you run into that room and you start yelling at those two kids. When in reality, For 20 minutes or 30 minutes, they've been getting along great and you've been able to get stuff done. They're fighting because they're sick of each other. Yeah, That's why they're fighting. They're they're done with each other. You should be going in there, even though they're fighting, and say, you know what, guys? Thank you so much for being so good while I was on the phone. Let's go play a game tomorrow together Mm -hmm. and go sit down, change their point of view because they're now sick of each other and that's why they're fighting. Right? And go play a game together. And don't even mention the two seconds that they had after they've been so nice with each other. Emphasize what they did right. And what they did right was they played great while you had that phone call or finished that dinner or finished the laundry. They were great for that and you didn't even mention it.
0: My, 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 Greg, boy, I tell you what. Every time I talk to Celia Kibler, I just feel like I feel 10 feet tall, then I feel two inches tall because I'm just like, man, <laughs> why did I not meet this lady 30 years ago? Uh, that is so good because I what I was going to interject when you were saying it was, you know, Sadie, when I came home today, Mariah was feeding her some baby food. She's she's like oh, transitioning. This is her first Staying at baby food. And listen, Celia, we got our phones out. We're videoing, right. and photoing, and we're just ooing and on over this baby eating applesauce, right? And it's like <laughs> say we we celebrate all the things that Sadie does, even when she's got a poopy diaper. We're like, oh yes. Yeah, right? Poop, right. Right, right, yay, right, right, right. But 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 you're right, man. It's oftentimes as they get older, we 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 have a tendency to stop recognizing the good things that they're doing and and we just emphasize or focus on what's causing us to lose our mind right and right. you and what you did was so great because you 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 acknowledged hey listen here's what's going to happen eventually two human beings being in the room are going to get on one another's nerves right and being a parent you got to be aware of that and so instead of coming in and saying Y'all stop fighting and then make them stay in there for another two hours. Right,
1: right. (laughs) Where they will possibly kill each other. Right, right, right. Now you're
0: back in there every fifteen minutes, breaking up a fight. (laughs) You said to pivot and switch and 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 rejoice and give them, uh, give them some like, hey man, we did good together. Maybe the next time that they're together, they'll do it. They'll be good longer. You know what I'm saying? Um, Absolutely. What is something? If you, can, if you can think of it, um, that, that we should never tell our kids. I know we don't want to yell at them, but also like saying that was bad. You were bad. I, I, I've, I've been around some parents that have said you, that really, you really shouldn't say your child is bad. How do you feel about something like that?
1: Well, kids are not bad. Kids are learning. Kids are struggling. Kids are, you know, dealing with emotions They may be behaving in an unacceptable way for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. but they're not bad. The problem is bad is a label. Ah. And when we label our children, when you're going, why are you always lying? Why are you so lazy? You are setting up an expectation for your child to live up to. And what will happen is Mm. that child who's always called bad will consider himself the bad kid and he will live up to that expectation and become the bad kid. The lazy one will say, Well, why should I make an effort? Everybody thinks I'm lazy anyway. Might as well be might lazy. Might as well live up to the it. The liar, right, will say, Why should I tell the truth? Everybody thinks I'm lying. I might as well lie. And you are setting up a lifelong expectation for that child. Oh. Can my- I can I offer one tip? Let me offer another tip. Go. Try this. Okay, so instead of, so say your child needs to take out the garbage. Mm -hmm. That's their job. I love that children also have family responsibility. Right. So say their job is to take out the trash and you leave and you drop them off at school and you're like, don't forget to take the trash out when you get home. All parents do it. All humans do it. What does that say to your child? That says you don't expect them to take the trash out, so you have to remind them. Right. It also says that I don't have faith in you to do that. That's why I'm always reminding you, because you can not take the responsibility and do it yourself. Ooh. Listen to this. You drop your child at school. Have fun at school, honey. And, and thank you so much for taking the trash out when you get home. Now, your child may respond, why well, didn't even take the trash out, mom? I said, no, but I know you're going to and I won't be there to thank you. So I'm thanking you now. What does thank you for taking the trash out when you get home, what does that do? It does remind them, but it sets up a positive expectation and it indirectly tells your child that you believe in them. Because now instead of, don't forget to take the trash out, thank you for taking the trash out. You expect them to do that. You know, they're going to remember all you're doing is thanking them beforehand.
0: Oh man, my heart is heavy. Man, that's powerful. That's powerful. You know, I, 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 I know I'm guilty of that because Jeremiah, his one chore is to take out the trash, y'all. He's he's the 18 year old, the last one left in the house. And it's interesting because y'all want to know something. See, this is why I have Celia Kibler. Celia Kibler, PumpedUpParenting.com, parenting parenting expert, four-time author, an extraordinary mother of five? Five. Yes, uh, and uh, 40 years of parenting. Our trash day switched, right, Celia? Now, this is, I'm just telling you, the Lord is touching me right now. And I had just let Jeremiah know uh, a week ago i said hey listen bro the the trash day switched and sometimes jeremiah does forget the trash and what i'll typically do is just take it out cuz i'm i kind of work from here <laughs> you know right. um but he remembered and and he had the trash out the next night for the switch and i you know i'm just like man thank you but you know what i didn't say it i need to go tell i need to go tell that brother yeah like, dude thank you. And then I'm going to tell him again, thank you for taking it out again tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> As tell him at the same time and then he's right. reminded, Woo. but that's the thing yeah. is so often we do notice these things that our kids go right. Do right. Yeah. But then we don't even bother to tell them. Yeah. Don't you like to hear when you did something right.
0: <sighs> yes. And, but-
1: and your, your wife says, Hey CL, thanks so much. I really appreciate you doing the dishes. You know, as, as adults, we appreciate it. Children want to know they do right as well. They ultimately want to make you proud. That is their goal. There are adults that are still trying to make their parents proud and are un, unsuccessful. So let them know when they're doing right and when you're proud of them.
0: Y'all see why we need to have her back all the time y'all because this I we didn't we didn't cover anything that we've ever covered before. This was all new material, all new content. The woman is a she is a she is a I can't even describe her. I mean, she is a a a labyrinth of information. You know what I mean? She is just an absolute wealth of knowledge, and if you would like to get Uh, connected with Celia relative to her coaching or family coaching or parental coaching. All you got to do is go to pumpedupparenting.com. I want you to message her and I want you to connect with her, connecting with good people, connecting with people that hold us accountable and that can help us. She's that, she's that one. I'm telling you every time she comes on the show, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to tweak this about myself. I'm going to tweak that about myself. (laughs) I'm going to fix this. And she does it so disarmingly. You know what I mean? She doesn't. She doesn't come off as you're a terrible person, mom and dad. She just gives us a way to say, hey, man, there's still hope. Celia, I'm gonna give you the last minute of the show, and I love for you to speak to those parents. We've had all different types roll through tonight, and so I'd like for you to give a word of encouragement. And uh, the floor is yours. You got it.
1: Well, thank you, Siguel, First of all, for having me on, and and you are the the mega human of all humans (laughs) you're just like amazing and i am always grateful for our connection because we just empower each other and it's fabulous parents out there life is not always easy and we make mistakes give yourself permission to make a mistake why we're human and allow your children to make a mistake and give them permission and don't make it such a big deal. You know, talk about sit around the dinner table. So what mistakes do we make today? Who made a mistake? Who failed at something? Yeah, make light of it because you know what? Failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is on the road of success. Mm. There is no success without failure. There is no success without mistakes. That's what we humans do. And that's how we learn. And when you make light of it, then your child makes a mistake. He doesn't go into this entire temper tantrum thinking he has failed with everything and he's no good. When you make light and you talk about your mistakes, you're, you know what, I tried to do this today and I gotta tell you, totally fell apart. I totally screwed it up. I had to redo the whole thing. Be honest and then they'll be like, well, mom and dad, they're like, not God. They're like humans. And it's all good. It's good to have those conversations with kids. Does it mean you don't have consequences? No. Does it mean you don't have limits and boundaries? No, you absolutely have limits and boundaries. Right. Does it mean you're their friend? Absolutely not. But what it does mean is that you start treating each other as humans. And you start believing in each other and allowing each other to speak up value your child's opinion, build trust and respect at any age, and understand that we're all human. And there's hope for all of us when we learn new things to do, new ways to do them, and indirectly you teach your children all of that because you are their strongest role model. So you become the person you want your child to be.
0: Yes. Words of great wisdom, Greg. You're so right. Uh, failure is on the road to success, man. It's so, so powerful. Uh, what a what a wonderful person. Tell us real quick. I've, I've extended the show for a few minutes. Tell us a real quick about the International Day of Calm and how people can be a part of that.
1: Oh, so the International Day of Calm, the and CL, big project that we work on together, is on April 5th of this year and every year. And what we do with the International Day of Calm, and we have a new project we started. And, and CL, this is what I had talked to you about. So it's gonna be a surprise to them. But what our main purpose of the International Day of Calm is to get people to take responsibility for themselves. My friends, you cannot control anything around you. The only thing you can control is you. You can't control your children, you can't control people you work with. We help them, we guide them, we become their coaches, their cheerleaders, their mentors, but we can't control them because we're not them. We can never see things through their perspective. So the one you need to control is you. How will you respond? Will you respond aggressively? Will you judge? Will you criticize? Will you ridicule? Or will you listen and connect and communicate and learn to love and stop hating? that's what calm's all about being that type of person getting rid of a lot of the stressors in your life financially i'm so stressed i'm pretty calm but don't talk to me about money that kind of thing so we have people training cl's training last year if you missed it on fatherhood listen again it's on the dayofcom.org site but we train on all these different aspects of life career spiritual um, professional, I said that already, you know, physical, all the things, right. financial. Right. And the new thing we're doing this year is we are rescuing a school. So every year we're going to rescue a school. And this year's school is the primary nursery and, excuse me, the brilliant nursery and primary school of Uganda out there in West Uganda it is a school of about 400 kids their buildings are falling down and this man that started this school started it to help the girls from early marriage people from early you know jobs being given to work the fields at young young age can't walk to other schools cuz they have no shoes and the schools are miles away and he created this school so we're going to help him build it so it it is sustainable not affected by the elements and get these kids what they need so they can grow, learn and be nourished.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was new news to me, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I partner with Celia Impact Life 24 seven and Celia Kibler, man, th- th- this is why we, we are together because this is the type of things that she does and her vision is about uh, like she said, rescuing and helping, she wants to help a million parents stop yelling at their children, and she wants to help Uganda have a safe place for these young people to go to school. I'm so delighted. April 5th, 2023, the International Day of Calm. You'll be seeing that promoted on here. We'll be running it live. We'll have flyers and the whole nine yards. And uh, looking forward to that. Celia Kipler, go to PumpedUpParenting.com, and uh, you just are, Jim. We thank you so much, Celia, for all you that are you too. do. So uh, thank you until the next time, just get yourself on the quarter. Uh, We'll send you the link and you just get yourself uh, scheduled because we are tired of not having you on regularly. So you're going to just plan on it every quarter. We're going to see your shining, smiling face. Okay.
1: I'm thrilled to. All
0: right. Have a great night. Enjoy your, your next event. I know you're leaving here and headed on to something else. We really appreciate you. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. All right, take care. So that was Bye. Celia Kibler and uh, from PumpedUpParenting.com. She gave some great tips tonight, Greg, don't you think? Yeah, those that, that great tips, man. I mean, like one, one of the things that she said that I, I didn't get a chance to elaborate with her is she said, don't don't start something and then just give up because you're not seeing the immediate success, right? Like, I was ready to quit podcasting at show 97, I think. And when we were getting close to 100, someone, I read a thing that said, don't start anything that you're not willing to do 100 times to see if it works before you quit it. And after episode 100, I I felt like we kicked into a different gear. And like, I, I started... I started having a love for podcasting instead of loathing it. You know, I felt like, man, I'm just I don't like it. I don't see the growth. Blah blah blah. And so, when you try something with your kids, just, you know, understand that it's going to take time, and 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 don't give up. So, that that's so important. Thank you for all those that have watched Impacting Life twenty four seven tonight. If you watch it, if you're watching the replay, let us know. And uh, our show is downloaded. In 46 states, 47 states, 30 plus countries around the world. And we're thankful for those of you that support this this mission of impacting one life, one day at a time. I hope to see you tomorrow night for another exciting episode of Impacting Life 24-7. We'll be right here in the High Definition Studios at 7 p.m. Don't you miss it. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take care.